0: I think the most important thing that I've found over all the years that I've been doing this is that you you've got to be centered and you've got to be poised and ready to to strike and and ready to you know have that killer instinct and ready to seize the moment when uh, the opportunity to finish the fight arises. Yes.
1: everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for joining me today for another episode. Doing my best to bring you guys some of the most inspiring and motivating guests for the show. Also want to thank everyone who has supported the podcast so far, has dropped me a review on Apple Podcasts. Really appreciate that. It does make a difference. I appreciate everybody who has been supporting the sponsors as well, keeping the show going. One of the biggest partners of this show has been FitBod. It's a fitness app that lets you track your weightlifting progress over time in the gym. Basically, it takes a lot of information into account what equipment's available to you, the type of weightlifting you want to do. It's got hundreds of exercises in there, very easy to customize your workout, and it can track how fatigued your muscles are, so that when it's time to recommend your next workout, it will not recommend a muscle that is fully fatigued. I've been using this app for over a year now, and I love it. I honestly, could not go to the gym without it. I like seeing my numbers go up. And while technology is not the end all be all, of course, sometimes you do have to go off a of field, but it has helped me a lot. So if you guys want to learn more about it, you guys want to give it a shot, there's a free trial and you guys can get a sweet discount if you go to www.fitbod.me bananiac B-A-N-A-N-I-A-C. And if you want more details, you can also go to bananiac.com slash podcast. So yeah, check it out. Let me know what you guys think of the app. And yeah, today's guest is Mac Danzig. This is a classic video. I recorded this back in, I believe, 2014 or 2013. I can't exactly remember when, but it's been a few years. I had the opportunity to speak with Mac Danzig. And the guy was awesome. He was very laid back to talk with, very open, and... Yeah, just a pleasure to have him on the show. And I wanted to bring this episode to you guys again because I thought it was really interesting how a former UFC fighter ate and trained. Uh, Not something that I've ever really thought about before I got to talk to him. So we go into a little bit about that. He also was raw vegan back in the day. He still is vegan and has since retired from the UFC. But yeah, definitely a badass. So here's the episode. Hope you guys enjoy while you're on your commute, run, working out, around the home, cooking, whatever you're doing. Hope you enjoy this one, and I will see you guys in the next episode. Hey, guys. Bananiac here. I'm here with the UFC fighter, Mac Danzig. Thanks for joining us today, Mac. Uh, I was wondering if you can tell us a little bit of how you got into professional fighting and at the same time promoting the vegan lifestyle.
0: Um, well, way back when, when the UFC first came out, before it was actually even a sport, when it was just sort of this – crazy action movie, you know, spectacle sort of thing. Uh, I was young, but um, I, I really enjoyed it. And it was it, it was it was something I liked watching. And so as it progressed over the years, I I, I kept my eye on it and um, I never really um, fell out of touch with it. And I watched it go from, you know, being just like a spectacle to a sanctioned sport and the whole time I was really interested. And then when I was about 19 or 20, I finally had a chance to uh, start training. And been, I then knew some people that were training jujitsu and some other people that were doing kickboxing. So basically what I did was, um, I just started training and doing amateur competitions. And then from there, it, it, it just snowballed and then just became something that, uh, that I always, uh, you know, had. I, I always, I always put so much into it, you know, and then it just became something that, well, now, now that I put this much into it, I, I might as well go 100% with it and, and, uh, try to become professional. And, you know, that's, that's just the way it works with anything you're passionate about, I guess. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I, uh, I, I became vegan, like, uh, you know, completely vegan in 2004, I think it was. And, um, you know, I, I had dabbled in like the vegan diet here and there before that, and the only reason why I wasn't doing it at the time, leading up until then, is because I believed I was drinking all the Kool Aid from the the uh, you know these so-called experts. You know, these people that um, said, "Oh, well, you need you're a professional athlete, you need a gram of protein per pound of body weight, a gram and a half if you're in hard training." And I'm like, really like, okay. And, and so, uh, you know, I was basically just eating tuna and, and, and like the occasional like poultry product or something. I had already eliminated dairy out of my diet, which was amazing for my health. I think when I was 19, I, I eliminated that. And, um, uh, cause I had read something that Dr. Weil had said, uh, about, um, it, it causing problems with, um, sinuses and inner ears and everything. And I had, had inner ear problems and sinus problems, infections constantly all through growing up. And then as soon as I got rid of dairy, it went away. So, uh, I had already eliminated that and I wasn't into eating pork or red meat. So, so basically all I had to do was eliminate that and then just make some more conscious consumer decisions. You know what I mean? The leather and things like that. And then it was, it was a very easy transition for me.
1: Cool, man. Um, so recently you've just adopted the eighty ten ten diet, which is a fruit and vegetable based diet now, even before when you were just doing your vegan diet, I would call it a healthy diet um, can you explain to us a little bit why you went the extra step to do eighty ten ten
0: yeah um you know I guess my diet was was pretty healthy but i I think um I just finally have have evolved it um this the eighty ten ten is is exactly what I think I'd always been looking for, and it's it's crazy how you can do a lot of research and think you know a lot about diet, nutrition, and think that you understand it, um, and the whole time there's just so much much info, misinformation out there. It's it's really hard to wade through. I mean, all these years I've been so concentrated on getting good fats and you know getting my sources of. Well, I was never really worried about protein to be honest. with you you i've always maintained that the the protein requirements are way blown out of proportion and we don't really need that much can your body can't even utilize that much protein so um i it was more or less the fats and uh the the thing was that every i have a routine that i've been doing for years and years for for cutting weight and, and making my weight class and and when i fight and it involves just me restricting my calories and making sure that I count my calories, and my diet, of course, gets cleaner. I'm not eating as much processed stuff, but I would always pull back the calories. And when I would do this, I would always make sure I'm getting all these you know, good fats and all this stuff that that I thought I needed. And I would feel pretty awful, and I would just accept it because pretty much every fighter out there accepts that, well, when you're cutting weight and restricting your calories and not eating anything and you're, you're burning twice as much as you're putting in that you're going to feel bad. And so it's just like this thing where everybody's just like, Oh yeah, you feel like garbage. That's just part of the game. But, um, I, I saw one of, uh, Harley's videos before this last fight and, um, the durian rider and, uh, you know, I had seen his videos before and I had, you know, looked at, looked at his channel a few times in the past, but I'd never really paid it too, too much attention. Didn't dismiss it, but I was just like, Oh, okay, that's cool. That's what this guy's doing right on. And then, um, what he was saying in this one video, I can't even remember which one it was, but it just made so much sense. And I said to myself, man, like Like that—that really makes a lot of sense. The fact that most people that find themselves gaining weight when they eat a lot of carbs—it's—it's almost always combined with fat. You know, like all these things that you know we love to—or not we, but uh, people love to indulge in—the cookies and all that stuff, uh, and all the the raw sweets and everything. It's full of agave, but yeah, it's so full of fat and when you combine those two it's just it, it, that that's what's going to make you you know gain weight and i never really realized that before and so i just i went right into 80 10 10 and and the weight came right off and i felt great and i'm still on it and i feel great and i haven't missed an hour a day of it it's it's been life changing to say the least so uh so yeah i'm i'm loving it
1: that's awesome man yeah, what yeah. seems to be the craze right now, as you probably know, is like this paleo diet, that heavy on the meat, you know, to yeah. put on the muscle and all the protein. Like, yeah. uh, do you get crap from your opponents like that? No, no. The the,
0: the one thing that's cool about uh, fighting is is, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's there's plenty of meatheads involved with every sport, and and MMA is is no different. However, uh, there's a certain level of respect that we all have for each other. And I mean, I've, I've been around for a long time and I've had a lot of fights. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely a veteran and, and nobody at the, the most that anyone ever mentions is they actually ask me about it because they're curious. And I've had more, more fighters and colleagues in the sport ask me questions out of curiosity, like genuine curiosity and interest than anyone ever criticizing the only people that ever criticize are like the keyboard warrior type people you know like every now and then i'll i'll come across a link or something that has something about me and then if i am foolish enough to scroll down to the comments i'll see some quote-unquote expert who's never done anything in their life but criticize people on the internet saying well that doesn't make any sense he, he can't you know he can't have uh, you know a good, a, a good amount of nutrition going on with his life if he's eating that, and you know it's 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 just ridiculous. But I, I'll I'll tell you what though, like like nobody has ever said anything like that directly to me, and it's it's the same story all the time. If I'm winning fights and I have a winning streak going on, or if I just want to fight, nobody has anything to say. But then if you lose, then it's like, oh, well, he lost because of that. It's like, well, what about the, the 12 fight winning streak I had in a row and all those people that I fought with was something different about what I was doing that, you know, like, like, what about the fight that I just won last year? You know, like, like, come on, you know, so it's, it's the way it is. It's the way people are but um i'm not worried about it because i feel amazing and so this is this is definitely a great a great change for me it's it's so positive
1: that's good man that's what it's all about it's like how you feel you know not what others are saying about you so yeah that's the bottom line definitely um so let me ask you this with your training how important would you say cardio is in terms of being a good fighter because i saw like a tweet from you actually a couple days ago saying you did 40 miles on the bike so i'm really curious yeah. to, to what you have to say
0: yeah um cardio is is paramount i mean it's the the most important aspect of the sport probably any sport is is the mental side but as far as the physical side goes cardio is is so important um it's a different type of cardio that you need for this sport because of the the way it's set up you know um Pacing yourself is something that you do want to do and you want to attempt to do, but you don't. You can't take that, you know, into the fight, thinking that you're going to be able to force your pace on the guy, or even pace yourself. The good fighters uh, are able to pace themselves through the the really hard anaerobic type of activity that goes on during the fight. Um, but it is, yeah, it's, it's very anaerobic and it's, it's one of those things where you've got 15 minutes, it could end in 30 seconds. It could end in seven minutes. Um, you never know what that's, that's, what's so interesting about it. It's just a spontaneous thing that unfolds and you don't know how the opponent is going to come at you exactly. You don't know what you're going to be able to implement. So with all that in mind, you just do all kinds of cardio training, the endurance training and the sprint training, and then try to combine them, them both. You know, I, I find myself doing a lot of sprint work when it comes closer to the fight, you know, because you can't really hold that level of, uh, of, of cardio, like the really intense sprint work stuff for a long time. So I do that at the end closer to the, uh, fight, you know, at the end of the training camp. Um, but I'm always doing layering it with, with endurance training. And, uh, a of times if I go for a run, I may just, um, you know, just sort of fly by the seat of my pants. I mean, run as, as, as fast as, as I feel like, and then maybe the music I'm listening to or something, I'll just, I'll just gear it up and, and start like getting almost into a sprint. And then, when I get a little winded, I'll pull that, pull the pace back. And you know, that that's, that's the type of, of, uh, cardio that you've, you've got to have for the sport. But, um, yeah, it's, yeah, I've really been enjoying, uh, biking lately because it's, it's something that's, uh, cycling is just so much lower impact than, than, um, most of the other exercises that I'm used to doing. And I'm a runner. I mean, I always, uh, I'm not great at it, but uh, for a fighter, most fighters find running really boring. I don't. I I love running, but it's it's tearing up my joints. So and yeah, my muscles and my tendons. So uh, I've been really enjoying cycling lately.
1: So what does a typical day look for you in terms of like training and diet wise? Like just give us like a, a quick list of a typical day for you.
0: A typical day, um, and I'm I'm just eating at least eighty percent of of. Uh, Of of my overall food intake is from fruit. Um, What I've found with with eighty ten ten is um, I don't really um, I don't I I don't really like eating carbs that aren't that aren't from fruit. You know what I mean? I I don't find myself you know messing with rice cakes or cereal or any kind of cooked food. Um, I think part of what makes me feel great on this diet is, is just the fact that so much of it is raw, you know? So if I do, I'm not fully 100% raw, but if I eat anything that's not raw, um, it's usually not the carbs. Um, you know what I mean? Maybe it's, it's some sort of nuts or something like that. Just add it in a little bit, but at least 90% of my overall diet is raw. Um, I just eat, and until I don't want to eat anymore. I, I eat until I'm completely satisfied. That's that's what's so great about it. And I had always tried to do that or, or you know, with with my with my diet the way it was before and it was just a disaster. I would I would gain so much weight and I'd say to myself, I need to restrict how much I'm eating. I'm eating too much now I eat as much as I want every day, and as long as I'm not eating garbage, as long as I'm eating fruit, which is delicious and it's it's so good, I'm I'm not gaining weight. I'm I'm feeling good. I've got energy all the time. So um, I eat a lot of bananas and a lot of grapes. That's that's been um, you know pretty solid all this summer, and it and it continues to be because those are are both still available, and uh, organic grapes are still available right now. Um, I eat at least one large papaya every day. Um, and then just whatever I can get a hold of, you know, uh, in any, any type of fruit that, that, and I pretty much enjoy all of it. The only thing I, I haven't enjoyed too much was I, I had some frozen durian. Uh, the durian? I didn't enjoy the oh, durian. I, I wanted to love it. I, oh, I, man. I had every intention of getting it, getting into it, but, um, the people who are really into it tell me, Oh, you didn't get the right kind. You need to get it fresh. Well, I don't know when I'm going to be in Malaysia anytime soon, so so I don't think I really have any options unless someone brings it in their checked luggage over over <laughs> for me or something. But uh, but yeah, um, I I guess what I'm saying is I enjoy all all the fruit out there and I'm um, uh, constantly eating and and whenever whenever I'm I'm satisfied. I am I'm good to go but other than that I I eat as much as I want whenever I want and the diet I feel was really tailor made for me tons of bananas obviously um and so uh so yeah uh at least at least every other day I have a really large salad um usually based on you know with uh romaine lettuce and then I add in some some dark leafy greens like spinach or kale or something And then I just go to town on the, the, um, heirloom mushroom or or the, uh, the heirloom tomatoes, um, organic tomatoes and then just make some sort of a a dressing out of that. Maybe with some, if I need some, maybe some raw tahini or something like that. But, um, but yeah, uh, just, uh, just calculating all my, my, uh, my nutrients at the end of the day, it's usually around 80, 10, 10. And I don't even have to, you know, I don't have to, to, to make sure, Oh no, I I got too much fat. I need to pull back now or anything like that. It's never like that. It's usually always right around 80, 10, 10. So, uh, so yeah, and I'm, I'm feeling good. And, um, as far as training goes, a typical day of training is is usually wake up in the morning, do some, some sort of, uh, some cardio, um that's what it's looking like right now because i'm still 10 weeks out from the fight at the moment maybe nine gotta check the calendar, something like that so
1: do you increase your cardio as you're going towards the fight or kind of tone down and do more like Um, sparring yeah well yeah i start doing more
0: sparring um and then the sparring becomes more intense and more sports specific the the closer i get to the fight uh the 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 cardio stuff is more endurance oriented at this point and then as i get closer maybe only once a week i'll do a long endurance type of like ride or run or something like that and then the rest of the the cardio and conditioning type of training is uh is is much more sprint oriented you know um and that's the way i've been doing it for a while but um i'm I'm always open to to evolving and changing even more, but that seems to be the formula that that most fighters adhere to, and and what, where they find success is to to do the endurance training and and get a good solid foundation, and then start working in the sprint work and the high intensity interval type of training. Uh, the closer you get to a fight, so that you peak out, you know, with with the ability to to, to bring it all the way up to to really high, um, uh, heart rate, you know, and then being able to recover like that really quick. So.
1: All right. So you touched upon this a little bit before, but, uh, can you tell us like how you actually get ready for a fight? Like mentally, like, you know, you're about to get in the ring and like one of you guys or both of you is about to get like really hurt. You know, how do you, yeah. how do you deal with that mentally and get in, prepare for a fight?
0: Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've been doing this so long, that, that I I guess, uh, I guess what ends up happening is, is you, you kind of, you kind of forget about uh, all these because they become second nature. You forget about, uh, how, how nerve wracking it can be or, or, or just how somebody with an outside perspective on the sport might, might view what you do as being really crazy. And, you know, like that, you know, like how, how would you be able to prepare for that? But, um, I mean, the, I think the most important thing that I've found over the, all the years that I've been doing this is that you, you've you got to be centered and you've got to be, you've got to be, you know, poised and ready to, to strike and, and ready to, you know, have that killer instinct and ready to seize the moment when uh, the opportunity to finish the fight arises. But you've got to be calm and centered. You know, that's, that's the most important thing. So. Uh, I find that meditation really helps, you know, and just being able to focus on the breath. And I think that's great for really any sport. I mean, it's great for life in general. And then it's great for any sport, because if you can just settle back into the breath, that's that's it right there. You know, that's that's really all you need. And of course, the more practice you you give to it, the better at it you get. Um, You know, I, I mean, I even noticed that in my, my bike riding compared to, uh, compared to what most people who, who who watch, uh, watch your, your channel and everything. I mean, there's a lot of people that are in, in the endurance fields and, uh, they're, that are doing, um, you know, professional riding and stuff like that. And, for them, like this is, this is like old hat or a joke, but like for me, like, you know, I'm starting to get into this riding and, you know, someone starts passing me on, on the, on the trail or whatever, on these guys with $6,000 bikes and stuff, you know, uh, I find myself pumping really hard and I'm holding my breath. And then, then, you know, I look at my heart rate monitor. I'm like, man, then I am just like, that's right. Just relax. You can go just as fast if you relax. And so, I mean, fighting, that's, that's the art, you know, keeping yourself calm because here you are, you know, you've got somebody that's trying to knock you out and here you are trying to knock somebody out and you don't ever want to give into any type of negative energy. I mean, you can use instances of negative energy here and there to motivate you to, you know, like if, if somebody just scored a takedown on you. He'd be like, no, forget that. I'm getting up. You know what I mean? Like, no, like this isn't happening. I'm, you know, I'll show you type of mentality, but over and overall negative attitude is extremely detrimental. I mean, you, you'll find yourself exhausted, uh, before, before the fight is over for sure. So yeah, just staying centered and calm. And, um, following the breath because that's the one constant thing until we die. That's, that's what we're always doing is breathing. So, uh, if you can follow that, then you're good to go.
1: Yeah. Just keep good composure. Like you said, and with any sport too, you know, cycling, if someone passes you, just keep calm, yeah. you know, look at the data yeah. and, and, and go after them. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting into cycling, man. Uh, I'm really, I'm really starting to enjoy it. Uh, so, um, you know, I'm probably gonna look to, to upgrade my bike when whenever I can afford it, and, and uh, you know, who knows, maybe do some 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 races or something, or some biathlons or something. We'll see what happens. But I'm um, I'm starting to enjoy it a lot. So
1: definitely, man. It's it's kind of like meditation too. Like ride yeah. your bike out in nature, like just by yourself, or you know, with a group of friends or something. It's yeah. so relaxing. It's like more than a sport. I feel like you know.
0: Definitely, definitely. And it's, it's, it's so good as far as, uh, you know, just the physical benefits of it. The fact that it's a low impact, the fact that you can really, you know, gauge like how, how much effort you're putting into it and you can always cycle faster or harder. That's what's great about it, you know? And if, and if you need to pull back, you can pull back and, and, um, yeah, I'm, I'm starting to enjoy it. And it is a lot of fun. I, I love being outside, uh, in Doing any type of my workouts outdoors, that's why I I always took to running so much. I don't. I'm not one of those guys who can go into the gym and just hit the heavy bag for like fifteen rounds and then call it a day. I mean, that's it's it's mind numbing. I mean, I need to be out out with nature, so I've got to find that balance. So that's what. that's the cycling and running is is awesome for that. If you if you look at my sport as a whole um it's it's one of the uh it's one of the sports uh, out there where there's so much criticism coming from the internet you know what i mean like 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 i think there's there's some really great fans out there that are good people that that really love the sport for what it is and they love the technical aspect of it and they love the spirit that the fighters you know bring to the table and everything but there's there's a, this whole other side to it is people that are just you know, I want to see someone get knocked out and then you know then they start to pick people that they hate and so if they hate somebody then they're gonna turn that negative energy on they can't wait to see them lose and that that type of, of uh, mentality and you know you've seen that for years in boxing I mean boxing journalists even I mean ninety percent of them are horrible they just all they do is you know, criticize in the most judgment, poorly judgmental way, these people who are putting their lives on the line for their entertainment. And you watch that, you know, it's one thing that's talked a little bit about like a football team or something. Oh, I hate that quarterback. He can't throw or, you know, whatever. But but this is a fight. It's a little bit different. People, people are, are, a lot of the fans are really critical on the internet. What I'm getting at is, um, I've fallen under just as much criticism as any MMA fighter and have had so much crap talked about me. Never, ever once has anyone even said anything slightly negative to me, to my face ever. Um And I've done, you know, a whole lot of, you know, MMA expos and, and, you know, like fan meet and greet type of situations, signings, appearances, you know, interacting with the fans and never has anyone even said, Hey, you know, I didn't like what you said, or I don't like what you stand for. And even they come up to me, like in a sort of respectful way, even no one's ever said anything negative to me. So, uh, I, I guess people, they just know better. I mean, like, I, I, I don't, I don't know what it is, but, um, you know, I hear a lot about like other, you know, sports people and people in other sports having people come up to them. But I think you got to be careful with fighters. You know what I mean? I, I, if I was just some, some like armchair quarterback, I don't think, you know, and I, I, I indulged in a bunch of crap talking on the internet. I don't think I'd, I don't want to go and, and say anything to a fighter, no matter no matter how, what their size was or anything. It's just, it, I guess, uh, I guess some people are, do have a little bit of brains. Yeah, you know, I, I hope catalyst. so at least. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Where do you see like the future of UFC and MMA fighting in terms of more vegan fighters? Have you been noticing an increase? Do you think more people will catch on to the healthy plant based diet? Yeah. Um, I, I've been
0: noticing an increase in it for the past five or six years. Um, when I first went vegan, I, you know, a lot of, like I said, like a lot of the fellow fighters and colleagues that I had were always really interested in it. And a lot of people, they would, people I knew would dabble in it for like the last few weeks before a fight they would. And then you know to them it was a big deal to do that and they always usually always said they felt good and they it, it helped them lose weight quicker i think that's usually due to the fact that that people are going to for the most part drop some water weight right away just as a shock to their system as soon as they stop eating all the meat products and dairy products um but yeah I, I i watched more and more fighters uh, adopt that uh lifestyle and and um even some that that weren't interested in ethics or anything like that were just doing it for the health benefits uh you know that that's increasing more and more and you're you're seeing it more and more now I mean it was just me and then Jake shields was vegetarian, but he you know ate a whole lot of whey protein and and milk products or whatever. And now he's, you know, like much closer to being vegan. And, um, John Fitch was always doing it for like a month before each of his fights. And now we have, um, Akira Khorasani and we have, um, uh, the boxer Bradley, you know, like all, all these people are popping up and I don't necessarily think that it has anything to do with, with fighting per se, I think it's just more and more people in general, athletes and otherwise are starting to adopt the diet and understand. Um, I think it's just time to make that choice for everybody. Um, it, it, people, people have been doing dumb things for a long time since the industrial revolution, as far as their diet goes. And it's, it's time that someone takes responsibility for themselves. And that's all that I'm doing, really. You know, yes, I mean, it's great for my health. I feel amazing. And if it wasn't good for my health, I wouldn't be doing it. But the main reason is because I, I need... I, I'm i in charge of what I buy. I'm in charge of what I consume. And I'm not going to contribute to all that awful stuff out there. And I, I think that um, anyone that has has a, a, a good head on their shoulders and feels responsible for what they do as a consumer is going to adopt that diet so as you see the sport exploding the ufc and mma in general getting bigger and bigger then you're going to watch and see more and more people that have this lifestyle just because it's starting to spread out to larger amounts of the population and um I'm really glad that all the endurance athletes have, uh, have really, you know, taken the first foot forward. I think with, with, uh, with this diet, you know, ethically and just from a health standpoint, they they're proving that you can absolutely do. it. now it's like, well, we, we got to have more and more representatives from, uh, from the other types of sports now and, and just, just watch it grow and build. And, and that's, that's my whole thing is, don't force anything on anyone just lead by example and if you lead by example then um people should start understanding you know that it's that it's the right way to go pretty soon and you feel good about yourself at the end of the day you know i don't like being a consumer and and you know what i mean however i am and so might as well be responsible and uh and the other part of your question i think um i see the sport just getting bigger and bigger i I see that uh you know the the way the ufc has promoted it yeah it's going to have its ups and downs but but they're doing a great job in promoting the sport and it's getting bigger and bigger and the kids that are like 16 years old now that are that are uh doing the mma the mma stuff it's it's ridiculous i mean the guys that are that are going to be world champions like after i retire those guys are, are scary. You know what I mean? The, the, the level of the sport is growing and growing and it's really still just in its infancy right now. You know, like right now is like the, you know, like the, the old, the old school, the Jack Dempsey era, you know, really, um, at, at this moment. So we're going to see more and more people get really good at it and, and the the competition level is just growing all the time. So yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm going to look forward to to being a fan of it, you know, after I'm done and just, just watching all these people and these great athletes and yeah.
1: And you were in forks over knives and like, we have all these medical doctors, Dr. McDougall, Dr. Esselstyn, D. Colin Mm -hmm. Campbell from, you know, giving the evidence, the scientific evidence of how a plant-based diet, you know, is good for the health of the people, the animals, the planet, you know, so many people are going to catch up. You know, I bet you those newcomers that are coming up to UFC, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if many of them adopted the plant-based diet. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's for, you know, it's really easy to be pessimistic uh, in the world in these days. And there's so many negative things out there. And there's so many things that make anyone who, follows the news or you know just follows what's going on in the world it, it'll make them feel hopeless um however i think there's so just as many people that are ignorant to what's going on there's just as many people that are open-minded and that are willing to learn and and really want to make a change and yeah those th- those three things i mean your own health um the well-being of of other living things you know like the, the ethical standpoint of it the moral standpoint and then um the um the impact on on the on the earth on the uh, you know on the on the climate on uh, on everything i mean those those three things are so important so if you are one of these people who's like oh well i don't care about animals or you know and I don't care about the ozone layer or anything like it. Well, how about your own health? You know, pick one of the three. And if you get two out of the three or three out of the three that you care about, then you're good to go for sure. But just pick one out of the three because you can't go wrong. I mean, if all you care about is your health, well, guess what? This is the way to go because you know, there's really... There's really no alternative. I mean, we we're not hunter gatherers anymore. We can't you know we, we can't gather berries and, and eat vegetables during the summer and then in the winter, you know, kill a couple of buffalo or something. It's, it doesn't work that way. we We live in, in a world where everything is highly contaminated, and the food that we put in our bodies is just insane. I mean, I can't believe. That people would look at a plant-based diet, or like even a fruitarian diet, like a 100% fruit, um, being extreme or crazy. It's like this is the stuff that we can eat. It grows. It, it's this is what we're supposed to eat, and and why they would view that as extreme, but think that you know taking like like some plant like wheat drying it out, grinding it up, mixing it with, with, with oils and fats and sugars and salt and eggs and, you know, and, and that is, and then sticking it on a shelf for, for months and months. That is not extreme. It's like, that's extreme. That's extremely bad. You know, (laughs) it's one of the few things that I've, that I've tried, you know, being a part of something a little bit different. That really, really feels good. I mean, you know, it's one thing to get into some new type of music or whatever. But this is like your life. This is your health. I mean, it's vibrancy. It's it's positive energy. You feel good. So I'm all for it, man.
1: Where can people find more information about you and connect with you? Yeah, um, I guess like as far as social
0: networking goes, I I, I, I wasn't on Facebook very long. And I, and I didn't stay with it. I haven't been for a while considering getting back on but uh, the the best place to to get a hold of me is is probably twitter um i'm I'm on Twitter at uh at macdanzig MMA, all one word someone in like 2006 got or w- whenever Twitter started got the macdanzig so uh it's macdanzig MMA, and they they made like one tweet in like years ago and have probably never logged into their account since then but anyway so so yeah it's it's Mac Danzig MMA on Twitter and then um and then yeah um that's that's probably the the best social networking place to get a hold of me at
1: So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of This is Bananas. To learn more about this episode check out the show notes over at Bananiac.com. That's B-A-N-A-N-I-A-C.com. If you're looking for easy and nutritious plant-based recipes to make at home, you can download my ebook, Bananiac Simple Vegan Recipes from my website as well. It includes 25 of my favorite whole food plant-based recipes that I make and eat every day and will hopefully help you eat more whole plant-based meals as well. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please rate it wherever you're listening to it. Share this episode with someone who could benefit from it. Leave a comment with your thoughts and subscribe to This Is Bananas as well as my YouTube channel, Bananiac, which you can find at youtube.com Bananiac. This helps me become more discoverable and ultimately reach more people with my work. If you'd like to donate, please visit patreon.com slash Bananiac. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast and supporting the one-man band that I am. Until next time, everyone, take care of yourself, spread the word, and we'll see you in the next episode. Peace.